Oh my god. I'm on the fucking fat cam. Jesus Christ. Oh. I'm gonna be so frumpy today. shaken not much just proud that i set everything up and everything looks like it's working you did a great job and we'll I, have about 25 minutes before it starts getting dark that's fine that's probably how long it takes till people get bored mm, i feel like we're already there just kidding i think that we talk much more naturally when we don't have the recording on so i'm gonna pretend that it's not on okay that's fine but I always ask you really invasive questions, just generally speaking. That's Actually, awesome. I was telling Allison today that we were thinking of topics so that we had some sort of format, mm-hmm. schedule, mm-hmm. flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, you should interview Rob. Oh, God. That's what happened last time, though. It was it? It ended up being like just like analyzing my life and when? my personality. When we started talking about like my dad and how I know what he's like as a human being. And we like talked my about thoughts that? on things. Yeah, yeah. Sarah got right into it. Oh. Yeah. They started talking about how many opinions I had and how much thought I put into things that don't matter. Like what? I don't know. I don't remember what the example was. Oh, no. It was your game. What's, what's the, what's your favorite thing in the world? Mm. Remember when I said everybody would say people? No, no, no. And you I, said that you didn't give me an, an answer before I told you people and then you said everyone have people. I said everyone. But you're yeah. supposed to say what's your favorite thing in the world? Three, two, one, go. And then someone's supposed to say it instinct and instinctively without thinking but i told you for example i said people and then you said well everyone's answer should be people but if we already talked about this on a podcast i should remember we could, we could reference we can link that one to this one. Oh, good one in <laughs> we show don't notes have to say it again yeah. hello i don't know if we have show notes <laughs> <laughs> wow fire the producer i don't know what we have when i uploaded our last episode it gave me an option to link at the end to like other videos and i was like well we only have one other video and i don't want to spend any time linking things right now because mm-hmm. i spent way too much time trying to put it together in the first place fair so, what are you busy doing these days working that's about it. Mm-hmm. And I had to get a new computer so I could edit these you podcasts. Got one? Yeah, yeah. I, I did the you last were one. Rebuilding on it. it. Rebuilding a computer. It got shipped really fast. Wait, yeah. so you rebuilt a computer? No, I, I I I ordered a custom one. So they built it for me. It was like an extra hundred and some dollars on top and they just put it together for you. But you still pick all the parts. Wait, so I don't understand. Did you not just buy a computer from Apple? No. No, that was I had a MacBook for like the last seven years, the twenty twelve. I have that. I have that too. Yeah, and it died trying to make the last podcast episode. It actually died. Well, it didn't die, but it froze. Like you know, the little lollipop that spins. Mm-hmm. Every time I would make one little change, like putting the volume up a tiny bit, it would spin for like thirty seconds. And if I did a video edit, it would spin for like five minutes. And sometimes it would just like stop working. Okay, so you got a new computer from where? Uh, some American gaming company because they make gaming computers. But it's an Apple. It's a Mac. No, no, no. No, it's a it's a PC. It's Windows 10 is what it runs on. You got a PC? Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Why did you get a PC? Uh, th- way cheaper than customizing a Mac. How much was it? Mine? This uh-huh. thing was probably... what? Well, probably. Fuck, I know what the price was I paid for. It was 3300 Yeah. Rob's dad, the, don't listen. And the... the <laughs> Does your dad listen to this? <laughs> Fuck no. How do you know? Because uh, he doesn't know it exists. Oh I sent him my, my like photo my photography like portfolio one time and i don't know if he saw it for like five years so i'm not worried about him listening to a video all right but um the the mac equivalent with all the exact same specs or as close as you can get in a mac uh was like six grand so did you get this new pc not just so you can edit video and podcast but also for photography yeah okay yeah it was it was slow enough just because like photoshop and lightroom take up a lot of memory 
um, it was slow enough on there that I was getting really frustrated because I had that and a 2014 iMac like desktop and it was the same speed pretty so much. So what are you doing with those computers? Uh, Danny's using the iMac right now until I sell it because all she does is photo editing so she doesn't need any kind of power. She just needs like Chrome and Lightroom essentially. Um, so it's fine for her and I can use it as a second monitor if I need to. Okay. And then I'm just using mine as the main one. And the MacBook is, until it dies, it's just going to be used for stuff like this. I'll use it for work and then uh, doing stuff on location, I guess. No one can see it. I'm pointing to it. That's why it looks weird. Got it. So the other topic that Allison said we should talk about, uh-huh. because she's the only person I saw today, and I was like, I need to have topics for early our podcast. 2000s alternative bands. Do you think she only listens to early 2000 music? No, but what... <laughs> What happens when you stereotype someone who likes music and you get like one or two, like I've seen a couple of the bands that she likes, right? Cause we went to a show together. Yeah. So you, I all of a sudden group her in with like myself and my friend Baker who like first got me into music and you get that, like the hipster attitude, which is like current. Hipster? In, no, no, no. I'm I not, would say no, like no, 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 emo. No. I don't think any of us are actually hipsters. I just mean like that vibe, which the attitude of nothing modern is good. No, she listens to new bands, just yeah, not yeah. mainstream. I'm not saying she, yeah, I'm not saying she does. I was literally just like stereotyping it to what say that. What show did you go to with her? <sighs> Fuck, I don't know. It was in Gatineau. You were there. I was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who it was, but they were pretty good. Hein Cooper. Uh, yeah, the Australian dude. Yeah. That's right, yeah. He was so good. Yeah. Anyway, so like I'm not actually saying anything bad about her. One. I'm just saying that, in my opinion, I can't find any similar bands to the ones I used to like that I that I actually appreciate. Do so, you appreciate like, Hein Cooper? Uh, kind of. What? I haven't. I didn't listen I to him so after good. like a month post show. I totally stopped cool listening to him. Venue. But but live music is so different too. You can go to a show and be blown away by how great it sounds, and then when you hear the way they record it, if it's like way overproduced, it just doesn't sound good. It has no feeling. Well, you have a different ear for that kind of stuff. Okay, so she suggested. Yeah, sorry. Um, cat Allison, calls. I love you. I'm so sorry. Cat calls. Uh, phone calls and call outs. Does she? Does she work at the boat docks? <laughs> <laughs> no, cat calls in the sense that uh, she was saying that some women can be offended if, like, you were to walk by and and a man cat called at you. Yeah. Whereas, what? <laughs> I'm gonna say for, I'll, I'll hint at it now so we remember to go back to it. I was on Instagram and I, somebody had shared a video of it was sort of like um, people cat calling is. Um, like always like really annoying and douchey, blah, blah, blah. But like this guy did it right. And this girl really thought it was like so nice. And it was these two girls just walking down the sidewalk and this dude walks by and he's just like, you look beautiful today. And then she thought it was like, she was like, oh, and I'm like, no, I think that would actually probably piss off a lot of women. Really? See, it it depends if the guy was not good looking and said it in like a very bold way and didn't just pass by really quickly, then I think it would be considered offensive. Wait, what are the criteria to be considered offensive if the guy was ugly? Things that would contribute it to it, yes. Loudly. Yes. And pass by quickly? Didn't pass by quickly. So, okay, so you're basically saying you're describing like a construction worker feel. Like, <laughs> like creepily <laughs> walk by and be like, you are beautiful. That I sounded mean- a little weird. <laughs> Can you please? <laughs> That's that is no construction worker that has any construction friends. <laughs> you, 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 it sounds you like please? one of the construction machines talking. 
Can you please give me an example of what a construction worker would sound like? Because you know, and I just did a terrible job. Hey, baby, I like the way you're put together. <laughs> Call me for a coffee. <laughs> Where, what city does this construction? I mean, they currently in? live in New York City. Whether or not they're from there or where their parents are from, different countries, I don't really know. In around Lanark County, be like, good day. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> yeah, you I look really swell. Have better than that. You look swell. Um, okay, I think that's a good point, but. Um, then, yeah, so I think Allison's perspective, and I'll speak for her here, is that when she's catcalled or if she receives a catcall, she feels, like, good about herself. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, thanks for the reminder or thanks for thinking I'm attractive. I would, And yeah. then she said she saw, like, a good-looking guy change his shirt in, like, a gas station parking lot the other day. And she was just, like, caught herself, like, you know, staring. Yeah. And she was like, I kind of thought I should catcall him because guys don't get catcalled and probably probably would have made him feel good and, like, made his day. But then she didn't. <laughs> she should have, yeah. I mean, maybe not. Maybe some guy wouldn't take it well, but I think most would. Hmm. Yeah, it's a different world. I think that's interesting when you say that if someone says you are beautiful, it's like different than catcalling. Well, no, that was these girls on Instagram. And I actually <laughs> didn't think other girls would believe them. But I think it depends on the person. That's what I mean. I feel like it's all perspective. Like yeah. some people would think a catcall is objectification of women. And Allison thinks it's like confirmation that she's looking good to that person. So why is that I bad? think it's all how the, it must all be in how they say it. I don't really know if there's a better way to like. No, because someone could say it the same way to like Allison or Caitlin Smith yeah. and the reactions would be super different. Yeah, definitely. So not because of how the person said it, but how the person feels about that type of. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get into the feminism thing? <laughs> no, I don't care. I, I think I think a lot of people are probably very much like Allison and then some are like Caitlin. This is very, this is the world right now though. This is how everything is. What do you mean? Most are, in my opinion, most are one way, some are the other. The some other. You always are, speak so cryptically. The some other are the loudest ones. Is cryptically the, a word? I think so. Oh, mm. stumped yeah. you. Yeah. Or if you're like from Toronto, it'd be like cryptic like. Is that a gang sign? <laughs> crypt. Crypt like? <laughs> if you said cryptic like in front of a gang, I think you would be a stat soon after that. That's the like. West side. That could be, yeah. I don't know what that. No, <laughs> it's somewhere downtown. Okay. Anyways. Um. Yeah. Some. Okay. The minority is usually the gathering of the more offended, much like today's society. So you think that the people that are speaking out on a lot of issues, not just like current ones, but yeah. like the people that speak out the loudest are the minority. Speak for the minority, not the majority. I guess that's kind of the point. Yeah, I think generally speaking. Yeah. Okay. Um. But. Just as a kind of like off spin or related to you saying that there was a video of girls saying like that they were, they found it. What's the opposite of offensive? Pleasant. <laughs> Pleasant. Yeah. That these, this guy was shouting, you're beautiful. Um, oftentimes when I go on vacation with Sarah, Ali, Greg, Brookie, Logan, you yeah. know, Fire aka fam. the Fire Fam, thanks. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to say it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll drive down people. We'll drive down the street past people and roll down the window and say hey are you single <laughs> that's kind of the same thing yeah it's very similar and then you know like some of the guys like if sarah or ali rolled down the window and say hey are you single they'll just be like yeah <laughs> like so excited yeah and then sometimes we're just really annoying and we'll see like a legit couple walking down the street holding hands and be like hey are you single <laughs> that's the best <laughs> i like that i appreciate that <sighs> i maybe i think yeah i think part of it is just who it comes from 
the fact that you guys are like already smiling girls as you say something to a guy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that whole the whole world. Yeah, of but power then there's dynamics like changes. Greg and and uh, Logan and Colin and you know Greg's friends Chris that will be like, hey, you're single to girls yeah. and I don't know. Young, fit, good looking. They can probably get away with it. Wow, tell yeah. us how you really feel. Yeah. Mm. I don't mean, you know, fuck, fuck the world. I don't mean they could get away with anything they do. You know what I mean? I just You're mean, young, if they're, good if, I think if they're tossing out a compliment, it's more likely to go well. Interesting. If they hit those things. All right. I'm so worried about getting taken out of context. Genetic lottery just makes you like, well, actually, that's the other thing that Allison was talking about today is uh, Lewis was saying must be nice to be pretty girls in business because, you know, like we had a partner rent us his uh, freezer truck so we could do beer and barbecue deliveries and yeah. keep the meat at a certain thing, like without charging us. But I was like, isn't that just partnerships? Like businesses working with businesses. But his take was like that we get gifted things because we're young women that aren't un ugly. I, I bet both factor in, yeah. Hmm. But I think I think with you guys, it's probably more of the former. Just because of like what Business? you're out doing. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think too. You're supporting other people and promoting their product. Yeah. I just always think that somehow that plays in the fact that like you guys are out promoting their product and people are at a baseline going to want to listen to what you have to say Yeah, because of that. For sure. Or someone will say that they'll dismiss you for being like young women as well. Yeah, for but sure. But I think for the most part, people are, they know how marketing works and they would favor that, those traits. Yeah. I feel like that could work in the opposite way like you're saying when people hear us on the phone i'm gonna get a foot cramp i'm trying to get my foot oh they're just fuck. what are you trying to do i'm trying to get my oh. <laughs> fuck it. i'm just trying to get my phone i have a i just have a stopwatch set so i know when to restart the recording on the video because i haven't figured out how to okay well our recording last time was an hour before We're that i think it was an hour minutes. and a half so this time I think that our goal should be 45 minutes. 45 minutes. We cut out the offensive stuff that we say. No, no, no. Keep that we in. keep a good 25. But it's going to be dark soon. So do you want me to turn the twinkle lights on for that? You can probably try. I don't know. They're not going to show up in here. Oh, but they might light us. Um, yeah, excuse me. I had one of these bubblies. Mm -hmm. And they make me really burp. Um, okay. So secondly, what was that? Cat calls, call, phone calls, and call outs. Yes. Phone calls. Phone calls. She just said that she didn't think that people use phone calls anymore. Like people don't call each other anymore. Millennials True. don't call each other. And then you go back and forth with emails for like a week instead of like a 10 minute conversation for the workforce. And then just in general, people don't call each other anymore. I love calling people. I used to. I always. <laughs> I really love calling people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How, how hard is it to make a boom pole? <laughs> I always used to call all my friends. Well, I still call my friends a lot, but I always used to leave voicemails because I just thought it was so fun. But then I heard from numerous people that no one listens to their voicemails. And I leave like funny, heartfelt, thoughtful emails. Voicemails? Yeah, voicemails. Yeah. That's what I said. Yes. According to your editing. According to my editing. Yeah, you nailed it. And... I will tell you, but like, did you listen to my voicemail? Nah. <laughs> I know it's sad. And like, when why don't I you listen to my voicemails? Me? Yeah. I listen to yours, but it sometimes it just takes me a while. Usually what happens is you hound me enough that we end up speaking to each other before I've had a chance. So like, I'll be driving and you'll call, you'll have left a voicemail. Two hours later, you'll call and you'll be like, hey, do you hear my voicemail? I'll be like, no, I just got in the car and I'm driving and I realize I can answer your call, but there's no urgency to answer the voicemail. So back it up a bit. Sure. I hound you so often until, and then finally we get a hold of each other and you still haven't listened to my voicemail. Mm -hmm. And now who's hounding who? Hmm? 
Me. How the tables have turned, my friend. Yeah, because I like doing this. <laughs> I know. So far, our podcasting setup is you come here and set everything up and I sit around and watch you. Yeah. And then we talk and then you go back and you do all the editing and I send you clapping emojis from afar. That's great. It means I have like all like I have the freedom. Yeah, if creative liberty. If I didn't have all the freedom, I probably wouldn't enjoy doing Except it. Except for I don't when work you put well that terrible intro song. All right, look, I think we should, you know what? That'll be an Instagram story. We'll put a poll out. We'll play a clip of both and see which one people like. Okay. I really didn't think you would still like the one we picked. But it was like three minutes into the episode, so it was a little bit. How long are we in now? I can't queue it up now. I oh. guess we've already we've already played it according yeah, to my yeah, edits. Yeah, you yeah. played it. Anyway, um, I, I sent you two rounds of them. The first time, that was one of your favorites. And I just thought it was okay. And the second time, I thought any one of these is going to beat it out. Honeycut, the one where it was like, like, but it was more country. No, there was a country like went really low and then like twang. Oh, in that one section you sent me. Yeah, I didn't use it because it was too hard to start and stop it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted that little drum roll in there. So, how do you feel about phone calls? Phone calls. I used to love them. Like when I was in high school, I was just like, why don't people? Why are people texting me? Like, just call me. Tell me all. Like you because you send a thousand messages in a row. Why don't you just call me, give me a little brief synopsis of what you're interested in, and then I can decide what I think. But if I text you all the things, then you can respond at your convenience. If I call you, I'm gonna interrupt you and be like, hey, pay attention to me right now, and if I don't get a hold of you, I'll leave you a voicemail and you don't listen to it. Yeah, well, I think <coughs> as soon as I had enough friends who decided they wanted to communicate that way, phone calls were just like, no, fuck it. Because eventually I got to the point where someone would call me, sorry, Danny, and I would just text back and be like, hey, what's up? Because I just don't like being on the phone if it's not concise. You know? Some people just want to talk and be like, hey, like, what's up? What are you thinking about doing later? And they want to kind of like spitball it as you're going. And I think if you don't have the idea, then you just think about it and then text. <laughs> I think I could call somebody and like get my point across pretty quickly. I think your brain should be studied. It probably should. I call it Rob logic. Yes. Mm -hmm. Does Danny have a word for it? Uh, Frustration nation. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably something like that yeah some mm. version of like cte from the high school football days well you know that there's um like therapy for that now people go to therapy like they go to get their nails done yeah that's good and bad mm, why i think it's good because people are talking about things with someone who's probably more qualified to give them answers than their friends well hopefully actually more qualified Yes. Well, I, no, I would assume, yeah, definitely more qualified. Thank I you. just also think sometimes that's their only resort now. I think before you would have talked to your friends a lot and had some things, and then you would have gone to seek like help from someone who might give you some like really good insights. And I think maybe more and more now you're getting people who don't want to talk about things with people they don't know as well, or even with their good friends or their parents. And so that's like their only outlet is to be like, oh shit, there's something wrong with me that I can't share with other people. So I'm going to go talk to this one person who's sworn to secrecy about it and try and figure it out. Interesting. That's total guess. I don't yeah. know. I was just thinking, I mean, that I think there's some validity in that. But I also think that like the way if we were to talk about something that you felt like you wanted to talk to somebody about, yeah. my support and response and like recommendations or strategies for you are going to be completely dependent on like my perspective on life and and love and friendship and all that mm -hmm. whereas i feel like a professional 
can be more objective. Like sure. anything I advise you to do is because I wouldn't or would do that. Yes. Like when people are like, I can't believe she's dating him. He's such a dick. Like I wouldn't accept that as boyfriend material, but that's like totally my prerogative and how I provide advice to someone doesn't mean they're going to take it. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like there's something to be said about having a third party that's objective. I think it's health. I think it's, oh, it's probably healthier to have a bunch of friends that you can bounce ideas off of that you feel that comfortable with than just having a therapist type person and some mix of both is the best. But I think maybe I'm now self-conscious about how hard I'm breathing because the caffeine's kicking in. Okay. <sighs> On the last episode that we did, the first episode that we did, my breathing was so obnoxious. It was like coming out of my nose and hitting the mic so hard. So I I'm trying to angle it I didn't it notice now. it. It took a lot of fucking editing oh. just to make it sound average again. Clap emoji it's from a distance. It's not worth it. It's good <laughs> practice though. So I think maybe the problem now is people aren't being aren't out there you're, they were so close to that mic <laughs> i was on it i think people I maybe aren't that maybe i should just talk and do it like that to be annoying for you sorry no, please then don't. i thought about covid and then i got upset sorry oh you got upset like because i put my mouth on it oh, who i cares? feel bad for everybody why i'm not gonna do it rude just go a little further from it because it makes a big difference <laughs> you could you could push it just a little bit just yep that's probably not bad um what I was going to say is I think a lot of people now are less likely to get close groups of friends that they would share that stuff with. So they're missing out on that healthy part and just going for the other. I, that might not even be a new idea from what I said five minutes ago, but. I don't know. You speak in such like abstract terms. Sometimes it's hard to follow your yeah, point. Well, part of, part of the problem with my, my brain works is not wanting to get taken out of context. I know, but you're trying to be so diplomatic. It's like, what is your actual thought? Okay, let me try and rephrase this one. Then. Please. This might be like a development Jesus. time for Rob. Oh, shoot. Um, I think with the social media and technology generation, people are a lot more concerned about image and how they appear to the world. Image. And they're <laughs> less likely. Thanks for defining it. They're so self-conscious of that. Nobody wants to share flaws with friends, right? And they're more likely to only go see some kind of professional, especially if they're like privileged enough to be able to afford it, um, to talk about all their problems with so that they can figure things out and then hide the fact that they actually have those issues when they're with their like friends. So, so I think a lot of people have like some like wild issues with that. And even if they do that, they're still going to be just as critical of other people who have the same issues because they're trying to seem like they don't have those issues. I think mentally a lot of people are fucked today. Well, do you think that I hide my flaws from my friends? Because I tell people that I'm annoying and I also share my flaws with people. You know my flaws. If you're calling things flaws for a nice term. Sure. You're well, no, you're so much more vocal than the average person mm. and even the average person for like our generation. So at least from what I've like sort of looked into recently, it kind of sounds like the big turn was somewhere around um, students who would enter university in 2013-ish. What about them? So they're a little after us. What that seems to be the more, uh, like more of the social justice generation. What do you mean? Like they won't let themselves look 
imperfect to their friend group? I think, well, I think or they're flawed, the ones, I, I think that generation, which is, I guess, technically Gen Z, or some people call it iGen, that would be the generation that Why grew up. iGen? Instagram generation? <laughs> uh, internet. Oh. Yeah. Um, I believe. And th- so they're the ones that were, as soon as they could do like child, had child skills, whatever those are, there was technology there that they were learning. So they were like, they grew up on social media image whereas we didn't we picked it up somewhere after we had like fairly well were fairly well developed as kids and i think that might be the big difference i feel like we didn't pick up social media till like end of high school yeah like yeah. facebook came out end of high school yeah like facebook and instagram stuff like that yeah we well, had instagram we had shit before but like almost like end of university grad school for yeah us. yeah and i think that's a huge difference because we were almost fully formed <laughs> by that point you know what i mean and I think that's the big difference. So they kind of say that it's people who were old enough to enter university somewhere around there. I don't know what that that means. You're probably born in like the mid to late nineties. If you then you become the Gen X, no Gen, Gen Z. Z. What's Gen X? Uh, Gen X is I think before us uh, the 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 oldest kids of the baby boomers. I think your brother might be Gen X. Oh, something like that. He's in eighty five. He's, I'm pretty sure really? he's I thought he was older than that. He's, so he could be technically a millennial, years, right? Millennials are Gen Gen Y, like he's us. He's only four years older than me, which uh, means he's only yeah two years older. Than me. He's just lived a lot of life, I guess. I know right? people always think he's older because he has teener teen years. Yeah, preteens. Okay, so phone calls. Yeah, I like to call people, but I also love to Facetime people because I like to see my friends' faces. I don't mind it as much now, especially like because we're in like COVID times. FaceTiming? Then FaceTiming and Zooming and stuff is like actually kind of a bit of a throwback feel. It's like, oh, this is what it's like to be in front of people again. But yeah. when when we had full access to it, I didn't like it as much because yeah. I saw enough of people. But why are you against the phone? Just you don't you just want to have more concise conversations. But that I think that's the whole point is sometimes text messages can take longer than a phone call. And yeah, and emails. then just like the problem with what we were just talking about is that you now have to read into what someone's saying. You can't get facial cues. You can't get read body language anymore. But that's just in text. When you just text, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Phone call helps a little bit. But yeah. you don't. And FaceTime's probably the you're best. You're anti-phone call. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I'm just anti, like, wasting my time on a phone call if someone's not prepared to, like, have a shit together. Okay. Rob's <laughs> friends. Anybody calling Rob, make sure you have an agenda. Yeah. Just, like, just be ready. That's so silly. What? I can present a lot of information in a short amount of time you can you, but once again you're an outlier for sure mm. you could thank you Malcolm I could, Gladwell I could, you read that book not, of course <laughs> of course of course that's why I know I'm not good at hockey because <laughs> you haven't put 10,000 hours in uh no I probably put somewhat close to that in but because I was born in December and the first couple months of the year are the majority of pro hockey players you're a late bloomer exactly interesting in like probably every way so if I'm born in October I'm also on the back end of blooming <laughs> yeah, you would have had to show above average talent at your age to get picked to uh, move to the higher levels. Yeah, because once any you, sport, no hockey, oh. just because of the way the hockey season and tryouts and things go. Okay, yeah, but switches by sport. But I'm figure skate. I'm a figure skater, so I have the same yeah. kind of season. It could be the same problem. Yeah. So I sh- I should have been in the Olympics. I just needed to be born earlier. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. And Todd and Cindy. <laughs> and also love, like the I don't even know the word for it, but the fluff of figure skating more. Yeah, that's true. That's got to be tough. Artistic side. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to rack my brain for that one. I agree. Okay. I, they, um, who was it? Someone was like really famous for being the first person to do a backflip in a pro competition. A woman? Yes. Oh, yeah. She's black. Yes. And I think that um, that was obviously used 
against everybody else recently, I think. What do you mean? Um, that 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 could have been a factor. That what what could have that she was black versus the Wait. fact that she did something that isn't as beautiful looking in Oh, she didn't figure win skating. because she did a backflip on ice? Um no, I don't know if it was that. No. I don't really know where my thought was going with that. Okay. That was, I think some some rage just came out of me there. Um, but so she was the first one to like do a flip and I think everybody was just like, "Oh, like that like doesn't quite belong in the sport. It's too just like Kirk look what Browning I can do. used to do them all the time." Yeah. And people loved it. But it probably wasn't part of the competition. It was more of like a show type thing. Like yeah. if you were going to watch Is that what ice capades is? Is that dancey stuff or is that like children's things? I don't actually know. Okay. I'm a bad figure skater. Okay. Um It's getting fucking dark. Yeah, I told you we didn't yeah. have very much time. I think yours is fine. I'm just going to change my video here a little bit. Keep going. How do you feel about rollerblading? I I think it's great. I just think it's, you just have to be comfortable with yourself because nobody looks good rollerblading unless you're wearing like an 80s outfit. It's so funny because roller skating, which is different than rollerblading, yes. is making a comeback. Did you know? No, I didn't. But I'm yeah, not surprised. Everything in like is. Australia and LA and according to TikTok, I've noticed there's a lot of roller skating going on and I really love rollerblading. Mm -hmm. My best friend in Toronto before my parents moved to Sarnia, we were obsessed. We think we made this up or like we thought we made it up back then. I'm sure there was other kids doing it, but one foot rollerblading. What? We would put one foot oh, on like one, one shoe, one blade. Yeah. And just like go around and then we would go down a really steep driveway on one foot and one blade yeah. and think it was the funnest thing ever yeah. and we would just one foot roller blade around everywhere that sounds amazing um but so i've always that's not why i love blading i think it's because it's so close to figure skating um and i feel really cool and confident on the blades compared to some other people who have like elbow pads and what else do you put on wrist guards and yeah. helmet like who fucking wears a helmet rollerblading yep so now that roller skating is making comeback and tiktok is this new fun thing that yeah. I don't have time for but like you who is looking into producing a podcast and video editing and all that stuff I was like I kind of want to get into TikTok because I just love to create content so why not do something that could be entertaining for people all over like Instagram is just so like who you know and who follows you like who you know through yep. you know what I mean that's true so I was thinking about roller skating videos and funny things like maybe calling it cruising through the capital or I don't know. That's sure. really lame. I feel like you could have fun with it. I mean, if you see like half the shit people do on there. Have you been watching TikTok? I, in the last like couple weeks, a little bit. Me too, but, just recently. Like literally in the last couple days. But in the last, well, no, so I'd say two weeks ago I did. And then last week, since last week, not really. I what see, do you but, think of it? Well, the only stuff I see on TikTok is from Instagram. Okay. It's people just posting stuff on there too. But do you ever go on the app? No, I did like once. And did you think it was entertaining? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of funny stuff out there, yeah. but like, then there's also a lot of, uh, I had a problem because I saw some pretty funny stuff on there and then immediately went, you spent all day trying to do some like silly little dance or trying to pull some prank on somebody that they're probably in on. And oh, it's like old school, bad. like America's Funniest Home Videos. So, Half those videos were fake, I swear. Okay, yeah. And I think that's a problem with TikTok is that people are just trying to... Be famous or get trendy or whatever, get views. Yeah. And I think it's much much like how YouTube is, where a lot of people are just trying to do whatever they can to get a following to be like an influencer in some way. So, well, I mean, I don't... It depends. If people want to make money, like teach their own... Sure, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Um, fill your boots. But... Uh, oh, so... 
it's actually funny because yeah obviously you think some of these people are obviously faking or like embellishing or it was planned or plotted or you know what's the word I think all those are great. staged staged, staged. nice yeah yep. um but i was showing nick the other day that they did this one scott and ali and sarah's dad pranked sarah so i was like showing nick is and the water bottle one i don't know what that is where you like I think he poured a water bottle down her pants in some yeah. way or another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. I Did saw you that. see it? Yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, that She one. had no idea. And Nick's like, what an idiot. Like, that's from like 5, 10, 20 years ago or whatever. Like, he's like, that's like stuff you see on Americans, America's Funniest Home Videos. It's yeah. like, that's what TikTok is, is a lot of like pranks just getting recorded and now resurfacing amongst young people who weren't alive when it was first a a prank yeah which i thought was funny because i had no idea either i didn't see it coming so i was like he was like how did she not know and i was like i didn't know i was like wow gord you just poured liquid down your daughter's pants <laughs> they, they did something else though no it was like they like cleaned her up they cleaned up water like they spilled water and he's like i bet you i can't clean this up without blah blah and like dragged her through it and she didn't know oh okay. no i didn't see that um yeah, that's all I have to say. I just really think that TikTok... Oh, yeah. The thing that I would get frustrated about is when I knew that Sarah and Allie were spending... Not frustrated, but like, I don't know, a lot of their work day, like learning TikTok dances. Oh, they were? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think they would. I'm just like, well, only like one day, five months ago or whatever. It's like, how long did it take oh, you? Okay. And they're like, five hours? <laughs> but it looks cool. And you watch it for 15 seconds and scroll on by. Yeah. What's... um My cousin and I, when we were... Well, I don't want to say how young because it... You can look up the date the song was made, but we choreographed the intro to an NSYNC song in my bedroom and recorded it. <laughs> uh, we No, we didn't. We didn't record it. I didn't have anything to record on back then. Wait, what? What was the song? Wait, I'm confused by your story. Did you make up a dance and record it or no? We no, we didn't make up a dance, but we practiced the actual intro from the music video. But you don't have it on recording? No. Okay, so actually Caitlin Smith sent me a video the other day that was a TikTok and it was someone's video, like uh, like people our age yeah nice thank you <laughs> being 11 or 12 got the footage that their parents would have recorded on their like freaking video tape <laughs> you know like when you hold it like the recording <laughs> you know what I'm talking about you're picturing some like 70s basketball court with a boom box that's what you look like no like when you used to have to put the video camera like on your shoulder and look through the thing yeah 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 did home camcorders actually do that i think you just had your hand in the thing no that was like later oh was it okay the maybe there was a shoulder mount one yeah sure i'm pretty sure my parents are that okay um so those types of videos from like early 90s late 90s when you're i guess 13 or so or younger mm -hmm. mixed up with what the kids that are that age now are doing and it's just like i'm a savage and like all those and then back to like a britney spears song and a girl in like a northern getaway fleece vest being like like doing nothing, just being yeah. the worst dancer ever. Yeah. I'm so timid. And now the 12 year olds are just like fucking killing it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's impressive. That made me laugh. I think the overall world skill level is probably going up in random things like that. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. What, um, what was that part of that whole TikTok conversation? Telephone? Phone calls? Yeah. Well, what we were, were her three things? Phone, uh, cat calls, phone calls, and call outs. So that was, we were still talking about phone calls. Did yeah. we, did we crush that enough? We didn't talk about call outs. What's call outs? I don't really know. So I think she means <laughs> the way that people are calling people out all the time now okay. on stuff. And it kind of seems in her opinion, I'm just, re Allison should be here, um, reiterating, reiterating her points, but, um, she thinks that people are just bored and they have nothing else to do. So okay. they call people out. Oh, I got you. 
like the whole call out culture that's going on. Yeah, but that's not what she would ever say. Like no. she wouldn't be in with that term monology. But I was thinking like on a personal note, um, maybe this is just too much. To Great. Do with you me. think about it. I'm going to change the volume a bit or the volume, the video volume. <laughs> you mean the lighting? The brightness. Plug in the lights. You want me to plug in the light? Yeah, go for it. So <laughs> we were talking about call out culture. Oh, I was just say this might be too like specific to my personal life like as in it's not really talking about call-out culture how you're referencing it but yes. um i think now as adults this is actually probably a totally different topic now that i think about it but you can tell me if it fits in it's life is busier so it's harder to make time for everything that you want to get done and yeah. i feel like at our age the ripe old age of 30 something maybe we are still like trying to figure out what the hell is going on in our lives and what we want to make of ourselves. So there's a lot of grind and less time for leisure, which you wouldn't guess from all of my Instagram stories, but mm-hmm. um, just when you make plans with someone and you want them to be flexible, <laughs> like I'm not talking about us, but I've had a couple of friends lately where I want to change my plans or things change and they like go all specific and get angry and like, you know, call us out for, call us out, call me out for like not following through on that plan. But I'm just like, these are the circumstances. This is why I changed. I don't need to feel guilty that my schedule isn't aligning with yours anymore. And I don't need to have this big, long text conversation about it. And then like Nick will just be like, if I told my friends I wasn't coming somewhere, they'd be like, cool, have a good day. Or like, or just wouldn't respond or like, you know, no skin off their back. But it's like a personal thing if you change your plans with someone like they take it personally yeah, yeah. or just like call you out so like this is the call out that you're talking about well it wasn't i i okay. mean i don't think that's the one else i was talking about okay but, fair. but like i just want to know what you think about that because i think that you change your plans and i was i was like trying so hard to not change this and i was like scouts honor and then you're like i have to be a hypocrite and ask to change it i was like i don't care yeah but we could make it work i still made it happen so credit to me yes but um yeah um, I don't know. I do don't, you ever uh, change your plans? I rarely do, but that's because I get overly offended by people doing that. So then you hate me. I hate when you do it. I do it so yeah. often. But if I, man, if I hated everybody for one thing they did, wouldn't I be on Twitter in today's age? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Overreacting. Oh, that's where people live? You can, you can absolutely think something, this is no longer about you what i'm saying but you can think someone is like the worst person in the world for doing something and you can also know that that's just one part of them oh so and you I think, think i'm the worst person in the I world i just said this wasn't about you <laughs> for doing that no but i can be disappointed in something or pissed off about it and just be like sure that's like one part of jesse but i want this to happen because i still want to hang out with her because there's so many more important things than her double timing booking on yeah Triple exactly. booking. Yeah, that's people getting pissed about something and fucking getting over it. So some people say that it's poor time management. I actually think I'm just so out of touch with reality that I'm like optimistic that I can fit so many things into yes. a day. Yeah. So I guess that's just another way of angling poor time management. But I'm like, yeah, this will take me like an hour. And then Nick will be like, that'll take you four. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then like four hours later, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I'm more like him. I know. But I, no, you know what? I do both. I often try and overestimate how long something's going to take, and it takes even longer. But it's yeah. because I'm just like over the top, nitpicky about things. Yeah. So Do you get that from your family? I don't know. You're such a I might get it from my dad, but he doesn't show that around me. I think he worked really hard to not show his 
flaws around me, so I didn't pick them up. Idiosyncrasies. Yeah. His idiosyncrasies. Do you sure. think that you're a perfectionist in your relationship? Uh, no, I think I sort of f- force myself to not be one when Weird. it comes to that. Why? Yeah. Um, it feels like something, well, because it's only between me and one other person, it feels like one of the times I can control my like perfectionist tendencies. I don't get it. Uh, okay. So if I am like trying to be a perfectionist about something, if it's like work related, there's a lot of people that will see the end result. A lot of people that'll judge me based on the work I do in a relationship. It's generally speaking one other person. So there's just not enough people to weigh in on your, your performance. Potentially. I didn't like set out thinking about it that way. I'm just trying to like look back and see why I could have done it. And I think it's Why you could have done what? I why I could have decided that I wouldn't Ah uh, Yeah, I'm getting attacked. I, that I wouldn't <laughs> hold myself to my usual standards when it came to like a relationship. But also when I when I'm super perfectionist about something, it's usually because I'm like super passionate about it. Oh god, no. <laughs> it's usually because I'm very interested like I'm very um, what would you say? Like attached to what the result would be. And you just know my general philosophy on relationships is that like- You're not attached to the result. It has nothing to do with like, say like in the case of Danny, it has nothing to do like with what I think of her and how much I care about her. I know, her. but it's just like your stance on long-term, uh, long-term relationships. Yeah. It's that if something goes wrong and it all falls apart, you should not be so concerned that one person will ruin your life. Right. And I'm not, not that I'm so concerned that like one job will ruin my life, but I know that there's more of a connection between all of the things you do when you, with your, like your career that they can influence how the rest of your life with your career will go. And I think a lot of people still think the same way with relationships because they like, you know, they just, they see themselves like getting married and having that whole life. And at some point I just kind of thought with my life, all of the other things I would rather focus on first before anything to do with like family. And I could be totally wrong by that, but it's just like what I'm going with. All right. I don't know. I probably didn't do that justice. It probably sounds pretty mean, but. No, it doesn't. It's not supposed to be. I was going to say, are you perfectionist in the bedroom? But then I thought, you're not going to be allowed to record with me anymore. Yeah. Well, why? Because <laughs> I'm being so invasive. Oh, but that's no, the other okay. thing. Allison was like, what's your point? What are you trying to get out of this? I was like, well, I just like to hang out with Rob. But typically when Rob and I hang out, I ask him a lot of invasive questions. And I feel like I don't necessarily do that on the podcast yet. So here it is. Sure. That wasn't super invasive. Mm. No, I'm not a perfectionist in that way. <laughs> Why not? I, could be. I don't know. What'd you say? I don't think, I said, I don't think I could be. I just don't see how anybody, I don't know. It's hard <laughs> for me to, I'm trying to like put it into words, how it doesn't seem like an area that you could become a perfectionist at. There's too many factors involved, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you could be with one subject matter. Yeah. But like that's obviously taking perfectionist to the like <laughs> to like the extreme of like that there is a way to be like perfect at something. But obviously that's going to change, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you could be a perfect um, like race car driver, but there's a thousand different tracks. Yeah, that kind of sounds weird, but like <laughs> there's a thousand different uh, like leagues of racing where your skills might not translate. So you could be really great at one thing. You could maybe be a perfectionist if you're married and you want to be perfect with who you're with. I can't stop moving. But that's fine. No. Oh, no. (laughs) See, this is what would happen Ah. if you try to be a perfectionist in there. Okay, so 
I don't really want to talk about college coach culture because I'm not interested in it. That's but... fine. It's a spicy topic, and I'll talk over you for the first time ever. Oh. <laughs> if that happens. Oh, no. So, actually, I guess I'll talk about it in one regard. I have a friend. I'm going to name everybody. I'm going to remain. Everyone's going to remain nameless. Oh, okay. Who has, a, bus- editing. Who has a business coach. Mm-hmm. Who... Ah! Sorry, there's mosquitoes. She's really passionate, guys. I have a friend who has a business coach who, you know, talks about all the things that are trending on social media right now and said, if, you, if you're if you a business coach, like she... It's too convoluted to not use names. I'm not going to... I'm just going to backtrack. Okay, sure. Basically, she Check left that. her student hanging, but at the same time was saying, if your business coach is leaving you hanging right now, reach out to me and I'll give you free business coaching so it's like what the same person yeah that's confusing i know anyways okay so <clears throat> i think that me. uh what else do you want to talk about i don't know we, we covered those three things did we not yeah but is that is that our is that our uh yeah this is this whole podcast is dedicated to allison yeah apparently and what type early 2000 grunge music is that even a thing? No, you know what? Let's jump back into it so I can actually like do her justice. Okay. In that sense, because what I was trying to say was Allison, he cares about what you think. Uh, that that's a fact. Yeah, I do. That's also a shout out at the same time. Um, I I I just kind of like grouped her in with my own thinking, which is like I was saying, I don't think there's a lot of good current music out there, and so I'm kind of hipster about it, where I listen to stuff that I listened to in high school because I still think it's the best. It's also nostalgic in that sense. I don't know that you know what the word hipster means. Yeah. What? I don't actually know what the real definition is. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, do it. Read it out to us. All right. Well, in the meantime. Because that whole definition, is sort of, it ruins a lot of things for people. I like the taste of craft beer, but I don't want to be seen holding one. Why? Because of the image that goes along with it. A person who follows the latest trends and fashions, especially those regarded as being outside the cultural mainstream. So how can you be someone who follows the latest trends, but outside the cultural mainstream? Aren't those contradictory No, because it's a trend until it's a standard, right? Then it's mainstream? Like picture how like um, the first few people started following Kardashian and wearing bike shorts all the time, right? So she, Kim she got started seen in that? The, yeah, she started a trend. Then everybody wanted them. Is that why? And then pretty soon someone's going to be like, you're still wearing bike shorts? Yeah, it's 100% going to happen. I literally went on that bike trip in for, like for the kin trip. Yeah, to France. Through France, yeah. yeah. And I bought bike shorts back in 2011 whenever we did that. Yeah. We biked through the Loire Valley. So I was like, I need to get bike shorts. Yeah. And I hoarded them. And I was like, I never threw them out. I was like, well, I'm never going to wear these. They're not in style. And I kept them. And now it's... 2020 and they're back in style and i wore them the other day and sarah was like i love those and i was yeah. like yeah i got them in 2011 for the kin bike trip yeah it's just good how for my flows. hoarding skills it doesn't usually come back <laughs> around that fast no i never hoard stuff long enough for it to be popular it's again. good it's a good trait actually um i was talking to greg the other day about a book that he was reading called atomic habits okay and then Remps was here this week visiting yeah and i was saying that i found the seven of the seven habits of highly effective people yeah. at the cottage. So I want to start reading it because I think I should develop some better habits Yeah, and I can't get into it because the preamble with all like the paradigms and stuff just keeps getting too like boring. I have the audiobook and it's extremely boring. Oh. I listen to one chapter and I just put it on the back burner. The seven habits of highly effective people, yeah. but it's like such a good 
book in terms of like so many people recommend it and it's been on like a bestseller list it's so old and like it's almost like a classic so i was telling her about atomic habits and i was reading the synopsis and it was just like talking about how to be a better you like in marginally each day in the synopsis i haven't read the book and she was like i hate that she's like i'd rather it's just the way that people like pitch it she's like if it's about how to be better or like you know a self-help type of book i'm not into that but if it's like this is how to do this or like the research behind it and why and just like factual it's how they like package it to her anyways have you heard of atomic habits uh i think i can picture like the book cover but that's i don't know anything about it do you focus on habits at all do i like, do you um, think about them i do, or do because you try to get there are like people ones? that i just kind of like follow in the world that um are very habitual like who uh the one that comes to mind is uh jocko willink he's uh like a former navy seal became um ah! like a um, a corporate motivational speaker in a sense for like leadership traits that he learned uh, being a seal and he's still like a you're kind of like a seal at the boat docks yeah sure leadership training <laughs> he'd probably smack me in the face for being referred to as in the same word um, so he he has a thing where like he's he's very scheduled so he wakes up at whatever it is like between 4 and 4 30 every day takes a photo of his watch face which is like an old school Timex Iron Man Right? Remember those old ones? Yeah. He has okay. like the same kind of watch. He always takes a picture of the watch face and then posts a photo of the aftermath of his workout. So like dirtied up weights or like a sweaty floor or something. And so he's, he's all like, over social. Um but he's got everything, but he's not like super popular in that sense. But he he just <sighs> he just has that routine. He like it's no matter what, you wake up and you force yourself to just start sweating. So he just always does that, kicks off his day, and then it's just like setting yourself up for success. So it's what like one of those probably one of those seven habits. I bet it's going to be in that in that book. Well, I know. I feel like waking up early is a big one. And the same time or regular times for wake and sleep every single day. Yeah. And not sleeping in on the weekends or any of that. Yeah. I think is going to be a huge thing. Yeah. Um, that one I find so, yeah. a bit harder just because maybe it's society, but like, you know, like you get to sleep in on the weekends or like it's almost like. Yeah, like you get to. It's the only opportunity to not wake up at 5.30 or whatever yeah. because you don't have things that are being expected of you in the work world or whatever. Yeah. So it's like if you don't take advantage of this now, when are you going to relax or like it's part of self-care? I don't know. I like early mornings, but I always feel like I – like today I went – I woke up at 6.30 and didn't go out for a run until 7 and I wanted to be running at 6.30. So I was half an hour behind and I felt bad. But like then I was like people aren't even up yet and I'm running. So why do I feel bad? Mm-hmm. But I felt bad because I didn't get up at the same time I get up during the week. Yeah. Well, that's that's probably a good way to be, like, sort of hard on yourself as long as you don't, like, kill yourself over it. I well, think it's probably good. I feel like you have the most irregular sleeping patterns of anybody I, I know. I know. That's what I'm trying to work on. And that's what tied me into, like, the Jocko kind of thing. I think I could be more effective if that's what I did so that when I have my days off, I just get up and kind of get after it. Any day that I that I work out before I do anything else, I, I like, I never regret it. And so... My problem is getting that motivation to do it. So what happens with me is I work a ton and then I'm like either caffeinated or finally relieved to like finish doing something that I'm like, oh, now I'm inspired to like get shit done. So I kind of try and ride the wave and then I'll be up work until 6 a.m. on my own stuff and then I crash. And since I don't have a regular sleep schedule, I don't actually recover in that short amount of time that I'm sleeping. Even if it's like eight hours, which is rare, I don't like, Could you go to bed at 6 a.m. and sleep for eight hours? I could, but I rarely do. I just feel like your body isn't wired to sleep during no, the day not. when it's sunny and stuff. No, another problem. Yeah. I want to start like... Um, Are you still going to bed late? Uh, way better. 
The only time I'm up super late is if I'm printing in the darkroom because it always takes a lot longer than you think. Once you get into the groove, I had to wait till 9.30 or 10 to start printing because I didn't have a perfectly sealed off room for light. And then when the winter hit, it was a little bit better. And then now that it's like summer again, I just don't really do it because I know I'll be up till six or seven in the morning. And then it's hard to sleep. And then it gets so bright and like hot out that you can't go back to sleep. Yeah. And I think that just messes me up. But, but do you not have a dark room right now that you can use in the middle of the day? No. Oh, okay. No, it's not sealed off enough. It, like a street light will get out. Well, I guess during the day it wouldn't, but light would come in from one window on the other end of the upstairs and it would get under the cracks in the door and it would fuck things up. Can't you put like a towel at the door? Yeah, I could, but I don't have a sink in there. So when I want to wash prints after I make them, I still have to open the door and go back out. So I can't seal it too much. And so oh. it's just not worth that extra hassle. All right. Yeah, that's all. But anyway, so like, I think that all, oh fuck, came from, so I stay up super late to get a lot of shit done and then I crash and then I'm super groggy the next day, don't want to go to work. And then when I get home, probably don't have the energy to work out or to be as productive that day, all for one like intense night of good work. And I think if I just fix my sleep schedule, <laughs> got up early every day when, when my Friday and Saturday hit my days off, I'd be able to get up early and get way more done. And sure. not fuck myself up. Anytime so I'm trying I to do that. Mess up my sleep schedule, like stay up really late or like go to a cottage and stay up with late people that stay up late and then I still automatically wake up early and I don't have sleep, then I feel brain dead and I feel like my decision making is poor. I feel like I don't work out as much because I'm like justifying my tiredness. Yep. Um but oh yeah, just to answer your question, um way earlier that wasn't on the podcast, you're asking about the cottage in Muskoka. Mm -hmm. So Ali's parents have a cottage in Muskoka. Her grandpa bought a cottage back, like bought an island when it was $6,000 or something crazy. Wow. And has since sold pieces of the land off, but they're still like tight with all the people that live on the island. I think it, there's only like six or seven different cottages now. Um, so her next door neighbors are Floridian, Floridian and yeah. can't get here. And Allie's known them her whole life. So she messaged them on Facebook and was oh. like, Allie's cottage help. Cause she's literally done like all these different random acts of work for them throughout the years. So like, if you need help opening your cottage or like maintaining it, I don't mind like squatting there until you can get here. And they were like, yeah, we don't mind if you and Sarah hold down the fort until we can cross the border and then you'll have to get the hell out kind of thing. Yeah. So now Sarah and Allie and Scott, Sarah's brother and Greg, Sarah's boyfriend, have the cottage next door to Ali and or to Ali's parents for free. Like, I mean, they'll obviously pay for their groceries and like Wi-Fi and things like that, but they just get to be on this in this amazing cottage like it's theirs for the summer and it's on an island in Muskoka and it's beautiful. That's pretty sweet. So I ended up going <sighs> back. Christ. I ended up going back on Canada Day, which wasn't part of my plans mm -hmm. because our bike wasn't ready to be opened yet. And I figured it was last weekend I could get there before I'd be working every weekend. So I drove back on Canada Day knowing that I didn't have to work the Canada Day and then I could work remote Thursday, Friday. Gotcha. And stay Saturday, Sunday. So that That's was nice. really nice. It's so nice. But the one downfall of being on an island, well, I mean, there's probably several like opening it and getting everything to it and all that. It's more work. But is because you're on an island, I felt like I wasn't moving as much, like a lot of sitting, like mm -hmm. no walking and you know getting your steps in yeah i guess that's just cottage life in general you like sit yeah if you're just eat, going to relax train. for a few days yeah i think if you like lived out there retired out there you'd find ways to get active yeah i mean the oh, water's flat i'd probably get a boat and just row yeah and like you can swim and yeah work out on the dock it's just like walking yeah. like getting your steps up is a bit different um okay well anything else i want to talk about i don't think so i'm getting eaten alive yeah the and we're gonna run bad. out of time anyway and why not ah! <laughs>
Quit. Yeah, there you go. Quit while we're ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting eaten. You're wearing shorts and a tee. Yeah, it's rough. Are you in the fat cam still? On the fat cam? Yeah, did you pull I, it out? Well, at some point, it looks like I... Maybe I started slouching more, so like I got some of the lower body out of there. But the top four abs are still in view, so it's not great. <laughs> it's really... it's The first time I recorded a solo episode that never got aired, I was leaning so far back that... Do you just tad... Tad, sad message there? No. Oh, okay. I don't know why I made that face. Um, it was and like it more just, like it, a, was, hmm. it was the most unflattering thing ever. It's like a wider lens too. So it like distorts when you angle back. So the next time I was like, if I ever do another episode solo, I'm like leaning forward like I'm interrogating someone. Okay. Yeah. Over and out. What's our... <laughs> What's our what? Uh, outro. Uh, it's just the end of the same song. That's a TikTok move. Is it? That's going to be me playing the outro. Okay. I'll start it right there. Hey, we did it. Mm-hmm.